This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Razy Game. Good morning. I'm Frida Liu, and it's the final Friday of the month again. So fast. Um, I'm here with Sheila Singham from Human Equation and also with Christopher Kamalaraj, who works in the oil and gas industry. Our topic in our Tools for Transformation series today is Rapport. Now, Rapport is fundamental to your life. It is essential for us to have productive and successful relationships. When we are in Rapport with ourselves, with people in relationship with us, our company and clients, we get outcomes. When we are not in Rapport, we stand the risk of not achieving the results we want. Now, without rapport, there'll be no fruitful outcome. Interactions will be short, strained, and hard work for all concerned. And it is a process of responsiveness, not necessarily liking. So rapport is having the willing attention of someone with intention, being in communication with them. We do this naturally when we like someone. We take an interest in what they're saying or doing. We can be in rapport even if we don't like someone, which is very interesting. People who are in rapport with their companies produce results, and people who are not in rapport with the company's display low productivity. So welcome Sheila and Christopher and of course we've got to start with uh, you know how do you know you are in rapport with someone? Well you will have certain signs. Uh, The first thing that I will tell you that you're in rapport with someone is um, you know you have a sort of a feeling. Now Frida I ask Mm. you have you ever gone to an event a function and across the room, just seen someone, mm. and then um, you know, you just went across and started talking to them. You you don't know them from Adam, mm. right? And then suddenly, you just feel this connectedness with this person. Mm. You just spend the whole evening talking to them. Then you have coffee with them, and then you tell them your whole life story, and they <laughs> tell you their whole life story. Yeah. And you and when you go home, you say, "Hey, what happened? Huh? How did I just pour out my guts to this person?" And that's that's an example of rapport. Okay, the very uh, the very uh, basic, and just some people you just connect with, right? And, yeah. and it's that connection, right? Yes. Now, how can you get into rapport with someone you don't know well? Okay, um, basically, you see, rapport is 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 it's just more than a connection. Mm. At the fundamental level in, in neuro-linguistic programming, we I, I define rapport as a recognition of and a willingness to share values with others, you know, a, at least for that moment in mm. time. So it's actually a very deep level connection because values are a deepest driver, you know, for human beings. So if you kind of recognize that someone shares values with you, then you tend to get into rapport with yeah. them, you know, very easily. Mm. So how do you get into rapport with others? There are several um, ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I go to that, I just want to um, sort of explain a little bit about um, this communication theory, which was um, derived by this uh, scientist and, and psychologist, yeah. Albert Mehrabian. Mm-hmm. Um and his theory of communication says that, well, um, in, in, in contradiction to what many of us think that what we say is really the most important thing, um, his theory was that our, our physiology and our tonality is far more important. That's what we call nonverbal communication. Right. It's far more important than the words we say. Mm. Not to say the words we say are not important. I mean, yeah. They are very important. But it's all, it goes in tandem with the non-commun- uh, nonverbal communication, especially if there are emotions um, you know, involved. Mm. Right. So I, I'll just give you a little illustration, Frida. Let's say you came to me and you said, um, Sheila, are you angry with me? And mm. I said, no, I'm not angry with you, uh-huh. Frida. Yeah, right. And then you said, are you sure, <laughs> Sheila? It appears to me that you are angry with me. I already told you, Frida, I'm not angry with you. Now, am I angry or not? 
<laughs> yes. You would deduce that I am angry. How? <laughs> I'm saying I'm not angry. Yeah. But it's my tonality yeah. that gives the game away. Yeah. And, and like, your fangs are showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's my facial expression because when I did that little, you know, role yeah. play with you, yeah. you could see from my facial expression that right. you know I was I got into the angry state. Yeah. So, um, so it it, it it sort of lends credence to the fact that our tonality and our physiology yes. actually lends a lot of meaning to our communication. It, I was just I, I I like the other example. With husband and wife, when the husband asks wife anything wrong, nothing. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> nothing. And then he definitely knows like everything is wrong. I uh, you know from the facial expression and tonality. Yeah. Okay, so you can. Uh, that's how um, you someone you don't. What what getting to rapport with someone you don't like. Uh, and people will ask me what for. Ah, ah, right. <laughs> but if I don't have to see their face again, what for? Yeah, but you know, sometimes you need to do business with people you don't yes, like, yes, right? Yes. You need to liaise with someone yes. in an organization where you you don't really like them. Mm. You look at this person and immediately draw a conclusion. I very sombong this one. Uh, uh, I don't like, uh, you know. But you got no choice. Uh, you got to communicate right. with them, right, to uh. get the business done. So then you get into rapport with them. Mm. And how do you get into rapport with them? Well, there's several ways. Okay, um, the principal um, thing that uh, the way that we teach in, in human equations training programs is the art of matching and mirroring, mm-hmm. matching and mirroring physiology, um, and the tonality, facial expressions, and all that. Mm. So it's like watching someone when you're talking and their the posture. And then sort of emulating their posture very subtly. Yeah. Now in my training programs, people will ask me, "What if someone changes posture and then I also do, <laughs> and then they change and I do back? Then they'll know. They'll think I'm trying to be funny." Yeah. I say, "Well, you don't do like monkey see, monkey do <laughs> lah. You know, my nose, you scratch yeah, your nose. yeah. You've got to be subtle. You got to leave like one time lag, you know, and then yeah. sort of slowly, slowly switch your position to match that person's position. Okay. And you can also match the tonality. Right. Now I had a friend, she. She was um, she was doing um, sales. She's selling these lovely fruit juices, and she came to me and she said she was not making any headway with mm. this uh, FNB director in a, a well uh, well known hotel. She said, you know, he's like on borderline rude now. He doesn't want mm, to lie mm, on me, mm. you know. And I said, so okay, um, what is he like? She said, you know, lah, typical like all suited and booted, very <laughs> proper and formal. And and so first question, I said, what do you wear when you go and see him? Uh. She said, like this, lah, and then she's wearing this. Really nice, freely dressed. I said no, you can't. Okay. First thing about matching, mirroring is, you you want to also match and mirror like the environment, the culture, the the kind of dressing and all mm. that, right? So um, you wear a proper business, a dark business suit, mm. proper pumps and all that. Tie your hair back. Look very professional, like you know you work in a hotel. That's rule number one. Yeah. Number two, my friend is a very sweet girl. She's got this really lovely high pitched voice. Oh, okay. I said, ah, you cannot. You're going to talk to this man who's like coming across very stern. So you got to modulate your voice and you know lower it, become a little more sort of professional. Right. So she did that lah. She she went there, and then I said follow his tonality and his physiology. So when he she went to visit him, he was on his uh, notebook. He was typing hey. something on his laptop. So and he just told her, uh, you sit down first. Ah, let me say something. I'll talk to you. So then what she did was she sat down. Then when he was continuing to like ignore her and be on his laptop, so she took out her phone and started um, you know matching him with her phone. Mm. And then the next thing, then suddenly he looked up at her and said, uh, you know your juices. 
I just don't feel that you know they're suitable for our hotel guests. You know, mm. I don't know whether they like them. So I told her to match his his tonality mm. and you know his, his the way he speaks. And so she did it. She went back and she said, um, and she replied to him and said, well, you know, you wouldn't really know unless you uh, <laughs> do a test with them. Why don't you let me come here and and do a test with your 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 guests yes, and yeah. see if they like it or not? Then you can decide for yourself. So matching the same clip tones. Okay. And the guy just finally looked at her and he said, okay, when? Okay, you know, so she was like, she almost fell off her chair, and she came back very excited. She said, "I just did that, you know, match and mirror his tonality and physiology, right. and I got through to him. And in the end, he gave her a big order and a continuous right. order. So, it, it and some people say it's that simple, ah, like that can, ah, Sheila. In in my trainings, I get this all the time, and I say, well, try. Don't believe me, lah. Go and try. <laughs> and people come back and they tell me. I had I had one um, construction um, project manager. Uh-huh. We taught him these skills in in a training, mm-hmm. and you know he's quite senior, no. And he had actually retired and come back to the company, been re- re-employed. So he came back one week later for the follow-up training. He said, oh, "Wow, Sheila, this one very powerful, lah. This matching mirroring, very powerful, no." I said, uh, "So tell me, Mr. Lim, what did you do?" And he said, "You know, I went to my GM, ah." My GM and I like very formal like that. No, I've known him many years. Ah, ten, twenty years I've been working in the company. Ah, I don't know anything about him. But then I went to his office. Ah, and then I mentioned Mirahim, mentioned Mirahim. Ah, after that he started telling me about his family, his eh? kids, and all that. Like, you know, we became very friendly, lah. You know. Uh. I said, yeah, Mr. Lim, did you ask him for a raise or not? <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, I think next time. So, you know, you you can actually use these tools to to build rapport with people. Uh, and very, very powerful. Okay, we're going to hear a little bit about uh, Christopher Kamala Raj's story uh, after this. I'm here with Sheila Singer from Human Equation. And uh, we're talking about rapport in our Tools for Transformation series. Stay tuned to Raising Game, BFM 89.9. Bankers, financiers and moneymakers. BFM 89.9. This is Frida Liu. Good morning. Uh, you're listening to Race Game. Sheila Singham from Human Equation here in our Tools for Transformation series. She comes on the last Friday every month. Today we're talking about rapport, uh, sharing some stories and examples. And he's she's accompanied by Christopher Kamala Raj, uh, who works in the oil and gas industry. And uh, you've got a very interesting story as well. No, but but maybe before that, uh, Christopher, what is it about this subject that excites you so much? Okay. Um. Basically, when you're coming in from the oil and gas industry, you have people who who are there for like 35, 40 years working experience, probably older than mm. older than you working, mm-hmm. and they've got their own mindset, they've got their own way of doing things, and you going in there trying to uh, you know make some case or uh, explain yourself, yeah. that becomes very very challenging and very difficult. Okay, so and and you are uh, of course. So you just coming. You're an engineer. Yes, I'm an engineer an by engineer. profession. So she shared a story with us, you know, of how you use rapport uh, to your advantage. Okay, yeah. Prior to understanding the actual mode of rapport and things like that, uh, there was this client. Uh, we were working on a big project, and uh, it was pretty difficult. Okay. Every time uh, me and my colleagues we go in for a meeting, we get chewed up maximum. <laughs> you know, when you come out, you'll be like. Why am I working to start with? You know, you get okay. into that kind of a mindset, and uh, state. We, yeah, state. <laughs> and when when we when we got, I mean, as it went further, you know, it was just plain difficult. Mm. Uh, things went up right to our chairman or CEO, wow. and uh, you know, we always get uh, picked up and mm. uh, you know questioned or asked for in updates and stuff. Mm. And uh, when I started uh, my NLP. Uh, neuro linguistic uh, programming mm-hmm. 
program with Sheila and Human Equation, uh, I started listening to the audio files first. Okay. And one of them was actually Repo. Mm-hmm. And when I started listening to Repo, and then I related myself to this uh, client of ours, and it was like we were totally not in sync. Okay. He was a very uh, kinesthetic person. Uh-huh. That means he's like very much of touchy, feely like touchy kind feely of a guy. guy. While I was an uh, audio AD, which uh. is audio digital, and uh, it means I'm more of listening at the same time, very much into the facts uh, and figures. Facts and figures, precisely. Uh, so when you go into the chase, let's get yeah. to the point. When you go into when you go into the when I go and crunch the numbers and show him the numbers, he'll be like, "No, I don't feel it," you know. Mm. So he's not feeling it. Ah, the words he says. Yes, I'm so not feeling then, it. Okay. Then when I after listening, so when I went in for the next meeting. Uh, before we even started, I straight away started an opening address. <laughs> the keynote. <laughs> yeah, keynote. So I said, uh, hey guys, here we know that you know uh, we're not really achieving it. And we know that uh, our client has been very nice. He's come up a long way with us. He's walked this far. Mm. But he doesn't feel what we are It's supposed to give. I hear you. Yeah. Words like walk and feel. Feel. Okay. Uh-huh. And... Then, then I said, look, he's come so far, more than what he is supposed to do. And we are not even coming, reaching halfway point. Okay. We should take that uh, step and do our actions, bring it to halfway point so that he can then come back to his comfortable place of stay. And then yeah. from there, we can all hold hand in hand I and walk. I tell you, holding hands as you know, well. And huh? this was like, you know, then it was like, oh. Then he started, uh, you know, easing up and... Okay. Gave in a lot more uh, support, mm-hmm. uh, and from then the whole project became very easy. We mm-hmm. were able to understand the client better. He was able to feel us better, mm, okay. and from there it really became easy. And not only that, he became a big advocate of us in okay. in uh, you know in sanctioning or not when I say sanctioning in in understanding that we will be able to deliver, mm. and again uh, supporting us whenever. Uh, We put in a proposal. He will be very open and happy to support us and hmm. give us uh, the project. Okay, so use all the magic words. So walking together, holding hands. Sounds like a magical relationship, man. Yeah, it is relationship. At the end yeah. of the day, you are building it, and no matter he, what. And here's the thing, right? And I, I, I know you say all these things, understanding uh, what what type of person he is, but also you come from a point of being very genuine about it. Yes, yeah, that's correct. also very important. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. for me, it was more like. At the end of the day, you need to make yourself heard, mm. and that person has. I mean, when you say make yourself heard, it's not in your own language, but mm. it has to be in relation to them. The person's mm. preferred communication style. Style. Okay, the mm. person's preferred communication. So you see, yeah. we we have all got a preferred communication style. Some of us are visual, some of us are auditory. We prefer to listen and, mm. and communicate that way by speaking. Right. Some of us are kinesthetic. We need to walk. You need to walk through people. You know, I think the older I get, I think I'm everything. Yeah, you are because you you. I think you are in the business of communication, so you've you've had a very eclectic uh, career. So you've learned to adapt. You yeah. see, um, we do, we do. Yeah. It's not to say that you know if I'm visual, I'm just totally visual. Yeah, I will learn. adapt. I mean, we do learn. And then like Chris is, he's Christopher is an auditory digital with a lot of internal dialogue. He's always analyzing, ah. and that's also part of the training. That's kind of like a learn modality, lah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so how do you tell in you know there is actually a test an assessment where we we do in our training program. To right. get people to assess what their style is, but you know, if you have a client, you can't give him an assessment. Say, hey, look, can you feel this thing? Because <laughs> yeah. I want to know whether you're visual or auditory. <laughs> right, you know? right. So you listen to the language. So Christopher rightly picked up 
from his client that he was kinesthetic. He was mm. using language like "don't feel it," you know. I've I walked through this this far. I've come this far, wow. and you guys okay. are not meeting me halfway. Right. Very like a move language yeah, of movement, movement. and yeah. feeling. So then, what he did was then to just leave all his facts and figures aside, and then just start matching mm. the person's preferred communication style, and right. that's when he connected. Hmm. You know, he, here's the thing as well. There's some people that okay, fine. I don't have to ever deal with you again, uh, and I, you know, people you don't like. Yeah. What What's the danger of uh, harboring that? Hmm. You know, if if I don't have to deal with you again, and I'm just not, and it's nothing to do with business, and I don't have to. What's the danger of even just harboring that thought? Well, that's a very interesting point, uh, Frida, because I I am going to be doing a program on managing conflict next week, mm. and one of the Uh, ways of avoiding conflict is avoidance. Mm, yeah. So a lot of that's, people. That's usually the you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, a lot of people. You know, uh, do that. They just walk away. So I don't have to deal with you anymore. So you know, I don't need to resolve mm. this, and I go. But then the feelings are all stewing inside of yeah. you, and that's not good for you. Mm. And you never know. You know, the world yeah, is a yeah, yeah. circle, yeah. and life is a cycle. You never know when one day that person. Might you might need their help? Mm. You might need to be in rapport with them mm. for you know business reasons or personal or reasons or whatever. Yeah. So it, it's always good to maintain rapport if you you don't have to be in deep rapport with yeah. someone. But it's just good, you know, even someone that you don't like. You know, sometimes if if it's a client, um, uh, someone a, me, a liaison in with a client that you don't really like, mm. but you can still sort of match and mirror them and get into rapport with them mm. through your physiology, tonality, and the world. Words mm. you're saying so that there is a sh- remember I said earlier it's about shared values, right? right? Mm. It, it's not so much about whether I like you or not, you mm. know. So it, it's important to just be in rapport, not just with the people around you, but with yourself. You know, is there a danger of people also using rapport because they know the tools, but they don't come from a point of being genuine? Mm. And You're talking about ecology, yeah. They, I mean, in any kind There's of some pickup line, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 actually, there <laughs> yes, are yes, people. Know, I'm sad to say. Yeah. I'm very sorry to say this. There are people on the internet who are teaching this rapport skills to you know go and pick up. Women and men and yeah. date and all that. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I don't find it's very ecological mm. unless you really are looking for a life partner and you're going out on a date. And you want to be in rapport with someone. Ah, uh, that's okay, lah. I know. But in everything that we do at Human Equation, we yeah. always stress on the ecology. Mm-hmm. And if we find that anyone in our trainings is using any of the tools without ecology, we we won't hesitate to reprimand them. Okay. In this case, when you say ecology, you mean. I mean, it's good for you. you? Okay. It's good for the other party. It's good for environment, and it doesn't yeah. hurt people and society yeah. in your environment. All right. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for being with us. Anything else you like to add to the whole experience, Christopher? Um, I think when uh, rapport, as, as mm. uh, what we're talking, is so important that uh, we uh, in the business uh, profession, I think that will be the fundamental yeah. uh, need for, yeah. for in in doing any work, right. you know, because. It it states or it puts in a platform mm. for people to work because at the end of the day it's all about achieving a common goal, yeah. and rapport will definitely help in achieving a common goal. Mm. Be clients, be colleagues, be bosses. You just have to understand rapport. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for being with us, Thank you. Uh, Sheila Thank Singer you, from Frida. Human Equation. She'll come on again the last Friday of next month in our Tools for Transformation series. We haven't decided what we're going to talk about. Uh, together with Christopher Kamala Raj, this is Raise Your Game BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my.
or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.